as we continue our journey in Advent, we're given a very interesting image in John the Baptist. And the first words we hear from him is, Repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's some, one of the most quoted verses from Scripture, and especially from John the Baptist. But to really be able to understand why he's preaching a gospel, a message of repentance, the kingdom of God is at hand, we have to track back to the book of Isaiah, our first reading today. Because the kingdom of God is so much more than just a place, a being. But we hear in our gospel reading today, this, the, the first reading, this dichotomy between these animals who are such, how do you say, kind of able to just attack and not live in peace. But then you have others playing at their den. We hear, for example, a child playing at a cobra's den. If we look at the dichotomy, we are, we're, we're looking at it like if we we're crazy. As a mother, who would put a child next to a cobra's den? Stick their hand into a cobra's den. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. But that's the reason why Isaiah puts that dichotomy in. Because the kingdom of God that is, being, that is coming is a kingdom of peace. Not a kingdom of rule, a kingdom of war, of war-torn, but a kingdom where there is peace. This peace that is being brought about is not just the absence of chaos. So if we look at a child in the cobra's den, it's just not the absence of a very difficult relationship of predator and prey. But this dichotomy in relationship is all of that predator and prey can still live in harmony. So this kingdom of God that is at hand is a kingdom that brings about harmony and peace, a full integration of humanity, body, mind, and soul. So when John the Baptist says, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand, it illustrates for us that we ourselves are meant for that kingdom of heaven. We are meant for the kingdom that God is being brought to us. That kingdom that God is providing for each and every one of us. So we're meant for that kingdom of peace. But if we look in our world today, where can we find that peace? Can we find it within our families? Can we find it within our society? Can we find it in our community at large? Because all we have to do is turn on the TV and all we see is chaos. War-torn countries, argument, bickering. There is no peace available. Let's even go as far as to Bethlehem, the birthplace of Jesus. Most of the time we turn on the TV and look in that part of the area. It's a war-torn area. There's always conflict. There's always difficulty that arise. So where is that peace? Where is that kingdom? Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. It's coming and it's here, which is an interesting dichotomy for us to look at. It's coming, but yet it's here. It calls each and every one of us to begin to work for that kingdom, to begin to work towards that peace that God is providing because it ties back into the idea of repentance.
How can we have peace in our life when husband and wife are bickering and arguing? How can we have peace in our world today if we ourselves within our family can't figure out the differences and love each other for the differences? So when John the Baptist says, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand, there's two plays that are occurring. The kingdom of God is being provided by God himself. It's coming. We just don't sit there passively waiting for the kingdom of God to appear. We don't just gather into this farm area and sit down and wait for the kingdom of heaven to open up into the skies. We have a responsibility and we have an obligation and we have a, a participation in bringing that kingdom of God here on earth. Every day we pray the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We have a responsibility. Every time we pray that Lord's Prayer, we're not just wishing and hoping blindly that it will just come. It will just occur. We have to work to bring about that peace. We have to work hard in allowing that peace to radiate in and through us. So how do we begin to find that peace? To radiate that peace? To radiate that sense of repentance? This repentance here is not just the simple, I'm sorry, it's over. Because when we sin, sin is just not a thing that we did wrong, right? It is a rupture of two relationships. It's a rupture between the relationship between us and everyone around us. And it's also a rupture of a vertical relationship with God. I fail to love my brothers and sisters the way they are intended and meant to be loved. And I've fallen short of loving God the way God has called me to love him and to respond to his love. So to repent is not just to say I'm sorry, but to recognize and realize I myself played a part in this fracture of a relationship. I myself have fallen short of loving God and loving other in that relationship. And in recognizing that shortcoming, we begin to have a chain of heart, a chain of heart within ourselves that no matter what I've done wrong, I need to change. But if you listen carefully, I didn't say the other needs to change, but I need to change. It's okay. It's, it's challenging because we say that if someone has hurt my relationship, our relationship, it's their fault. They were the one that caused this brokenness in the relationship. Relationship is not a one-way street, my dear brothers and sisters. It's a two-way street. We contributed into that fracture of that relationship also. We played a part in that fracturing of that relationship. So we also have responsibility in that relationship. So to repent is to recognize that I have done something wrong. I have contributed and played a part into this fracture of a relationship. And I am going to change. I am going to do better because my actions, my words, and my deeds caused about that division. I've fallen short of loving someone with my whole heart. I have fallen short of speaking the truth to others.
I have caused hurt in my relationship with others. So we're called to repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. A change of heart, a change of mind. It's not just to say, oh, I'm sorry, it's done. But how do I begin to change my words and my actions and my deeds? We hear even in the sacrament of confession, go and sin no more. What am I doing to change my ways so that I don't commit those sins again, so that I don't do those things again, so that those relationships are not broken and fractured, but mended, grown, and strengthened? So when John the Baptist invites us to repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. We're pointing, and he wants to point us towards what is true, what is good, what is beautiful, which is God himself. If we want that peace in our life, if we want the kingdom of God here on earth, if we want God's will in heaven to be done here on earth, we have to do something about it. We have to engage and want and to build that kingdom here on earth. So my dear brothers and sisters, John the Baptist is calling us to wake up and see. We're in Advent to wake up and engage in this journey. Engage in this emptiness of heart so we can allow God to enter into our lives. So that we can begin to change, so that we can begin to have peace every day and every moment of our life. There's so many people that have shared with me, they've decided to turn off the TV. They don't watch TV anymore because they have lost peace. We all are wandering around in this world not happy. We're not at peace with what we have in our life. And I, we keep hearing it over and over. And we hear today even with John the Baptist, wake up and see the Lord is coming. The kingdom of God is at hand. We have to seek it. We have to go build that kingdom of peace. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we enter into the second week of Advent, we, yes, last week we looked at who we're waiting for. Now this week we see what we're waiting for. But in both weeks so far, we're called to action. So let us take this time to begin to look at our lives, to begin to look at the relationships and see where we're losing peace in our lives, where there's the absence of peace, that integration of who we are, body, mind, and soul in our life, and ask, what can I do? How do I restore the peace that I've meant to have in my life? How do I let God enter into those crevices that don't have peace for his peace to shine and radiate? And most importantly, how are we preparing for his kingdom of heaven here and now, preparing so that we do have a beautiful home within ourselves for his dwelling place, for him to remain within our hearts, and most importantly, to bring about a peace that radiates his love every day and every moment of our life. Amen.